the UK's largest kids' activities directory, helping you find clubs and activities for newborns to 18 years. Visit our website www.clubhubuk.co.uk or download our free app on the App Store or Google Play. This episode is sponsored by Karis Keneally, who helps children's activity and service providers to approach schools and nurseries without cold calling so they can grow their business with confidence and have a bigger impact on children's lives. You can get in touch with Karis via her website, www.karisconeely.com. My name is Tessa Robinson and welcome to the Club Hub podcast, bringing you all the latest news and stories from the kids' activities industry. Today, we are talking to Radha from Science Wiz, uh, from uh, from leading a number of drug discovery projects, searching for treatments to cancers and neurodegenerative diseases. Radha is now focused on educating children. Science Wiz is an extracurricular science club based in London for kids at key stages two and three that supports and expands on the science tour in school. Hello, Raza, how are you? How was your weekend? Hi, Tessa, it's really great to be here. Yeah, it was a great weekend, a bit weird with the weather, you know, it was just so windy, wasn't it? And a bit rainy, but we had a good time. Yeah, how was yours? Yeah, it was really good, thank you. It's actually my birthday on Wednesday, so I got to see my family for the, well, my aunt and uncle for the first time in, like a year or something so that was really good (laughs) ah that's nice little party (laughs) yeah exactly yes we we had like um a gazebo and um uh, there there was only uh eight of us so it wasn't that bad but we were all kind of like when it it showered we were kind of like squeezing into the gazebo making sure we didn't get wet (laughs) oh huddled together yeah um so Radha where did you grow up so I actually grew up in the Rift Valley, in a little town called Nakuru. So right there with all the wildlife that you have in Kenya. And um, it was lovely. I loved growing up in Kenya. Always had perfect weather, really nice. And, you know, we got to see a lot of just the ecology around there, you know, and I'm really interested in science and ecology and environment and things like that. So I grew up in, in the best place for it. Yeah, so that's that's where I'm from. Wow, that sounds amazing. It's definitely on the bucket list of things to go, places to go to for me. It sounds amazing to just kind of be there every day. So what made you move to England? When did you move move here? So I didn't move here till uh, university. And it was really just because I had such an interest in science. And there was a really good course at the University of Cardiff. So that's what made me move right here and um yeah i just i went in i did a degree in biotechnology at the university of cardiff and then i've never left i've always been in the uk just because my science and my job has kept me here really wow that's amazing do you really miss it in kenya do you ever go back oh i go back all the time so yeah it's been hard over lockdown not being able to go last year but absolutely we're there a lot we have a lot of family there we do a lot of trips out you know to the masai mara and all the national parks we love it. Yeah, it's great. Wow, that's amazing. So did you go to any kind of science like clubs or anything when you were younger? What kind of did you do it all within school or was it was there kind of like outside of school things as well? Yeah, so it wasn't as set up when I was growing up. There weren't that many out 
out of uh, school clubs. It was really all within school. And I had a really great teacher, really inspirational science teacher who, you know, ignited my curiosity in science, you know, showed us all the various bits and pieces around biology and chemistry and physics. And that's really where my interest rose in science. But yeah, it was all through school. And I really wish I could have done more outside of school. You know, I wish there'd been some more clubs that I could have attended, but a lot of it was driven by myself, just going out and being curious and having a really great science teacher to support that. Yeah, wow. So uh, tell me a little bit, about, bit more about Kenya then. Do they have out of school clubs over there like we do? Well, so I think now they do, but at the time when I was growing up, there was very little of that. And um, it really was just school supporting children. And, you know, if you did have an interest, it was really up to the child and maybe the, the child's parents to try and find something to push it out. But things like science, absolutely, there really wasn't anything like that. There may be music, classes and things like that they were a bit more common swimming sports they were a bit more common science absolutely not it was all through school wow yeah this is definitely just a different way of, of of kind of um growing up i guess it's it's really interesting so um with that you said you moved to england for university and yes. i've got written down uh, from your website that you um you did research for treatments for cancer, neurodegenerative diseases. Uh, diseases. Um, so how did you get into all of that? Oh, yeah. So it's, it's been a strange path, actually. So I did a degree in biotechnology, and that's really, you know, big reactors and fermentations and things like that. And what I ended up getting was a job with uh, GlaxoSmithKline at the time. And we were fermenting cells, which were making drugs for diseases so that's how I got into it and and my my area of expertise was you know growing the cells that were being used as factories to make the drugs and then from there I moved more into the research side of looking at the actual drugs and these were antibody drugs you know antibodies currently quite a lot in the news they're these proteins and my research really focused down on antibodies and really understanding them and, and learning how they can be used as drugs for various diseases so I started just you know investigating and what is an antibody and taking it really down from the basics and you know built my knowledge and built my understanding of it to then lead projects where we partnered up with experts in various disease areas as you said like oncology lots of cancer experts and neurodegenerative diseases you know experts in those areas where they were clear on what the disease was but they didn't know how to design a drug that would help with treatment and that's where we came in I came in with this antibody expertise and we, we worked together as a partnership and took it forward it, it really great fun and really rewarding because at the same time you see patients cancer patients who come in and tell you about how it's been for them and you know what a struggle it is sometimes and so it was really rewarding work to know that what what we were doing was helping you know a good number of people to get yeah there. hugely hugely definitely so how old were you when you started all that was it in London or was what, what university was it at yes yeah, so no I saw so it was in London we, I, I started in a place just in Kent in Beckenham 
and then oh, I went to drama school in Beckenham. I'm oh, wow. I, li- I live in uh, Swanley. Um, well, I when I did um, uh, my drama school, I lived in Southwest London. But yeah, I know Beckenham. I know that area really well. Yeah, it's really lovely. Well, there's this long roll road called Eden Park Road, and there used to be a big GSK site, and that's where I started. But that's all been turned into lots of housing now, so it's it's all changed. And then the sites, the research site moved up to Stevenage. And so I've been there for a long time in the research area, in the research labs. Um, yeah, working there. But so my interest with children started uh, because we were working at GSK. But then I was also I had my own children and I was supporting schools and actually going in to help as a parent helper, teaching children how to read, just small things like that. And I really saw that children had this natural curiosity about the world around them. And it just reminded me of myself when as a child. And I really wanted to embrace that and and feed that. And because I have such a passion in science, I started to run these sessions just with children, just to run a few experiments. And they used to really love it. They really got so much out of it. And, And lockdown happened as it did. And my 10 year old and myself, we decided, well, let's just get some classes together on Zoom because it'll be good fun just to do a few experiments on Zoom. And really that's how we've started getting involved with children and just generating this curiosity around it and expanding knowledge and really just getting some understanding in science with a lot of fun along the way getting some experiments every week, something different. And it's, it's really been just going on and on and on just because um, parents love it, children love it, and we love it. So that's what we're doing. Yeah, definitely. It's, yeah, they have so many questions when they're younger. I know I, I don't have any children of my own, but I, I teach my musical theatre classes and especially the younger ones. They just have so many questions all the time about everything. Everything's a question. Yeah. Uh, I think they go, they go for a phase and and definitely science is, is full of so many questions and many that, you know, haven't been answered yet. So it's it's such a broad topic. I remember in year, uh, well, in secondary school, when I did GCSEs, we did three separate uh, science GCSEs. So we did physics and biology and chemistry. So mm. how do you kind of, how do you choose what to kind of, um, what topics to put in your science whiz classes? Yeah, so initially we started with really fun topics that we knew that children would be interested about. We did the volcano, we did the lava lamp. Oh, you know, yeah, those I really, that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Interesting experiments. And, you know, it's just it, it has this wow factor in it. But now we've structured it in such a way that we're supporting schools. So we are sticking to school curriculums, KS2 and KS3, Key Stage 2 and Key Stage 3. But we feel that children do have an ability to take on a little bit more so we start with the basics and we really build on that and we can expand out we go a little bit further out from the curriculums sometimes we cover things which aren't really in the curriculum but we think are really exciting and interesting topics we talked about hydrothermal vents the other day and then made our own little underwater volcano and it was really great fun but yeah so we do support the science right through from school and we build on it but the way our sessions are arranged is that going from one week to the next we're also 
trying to build a foundation and build on what we've learned every week. And the kids don't actually realize it that they're learning so much. They just think they're having lots of fun, but that's the way we want it. We want to keep it really fun and just gain confidence, you know, get the children to gain confidence as we're working through these sessions every week. Yeah, so do you send them, do you send the parents like a, a list of things to go and get and then say this week we're learning, you know, how yeah. to, how a volcano works? And Absolutely. Yeah, so we, we, we do, we send out an items list uh, at the beginning of term. So every, every half term we'll have a new items list. So it'll take you for the next six weeks. And it is a very organized way of doing things. So we know exactly what we're going to run for the next 12 weeks. And basically... The items list is just kitchen cupboard items. We try and keep it nice and simple for the parents, you know, nothing too crazy, nothing too weird to get. Um, yeah, generally things that you'd find in your stationary cupboard or in your kitchen cupboard, things that you can pick up easily from the supermarket. And it's not expensive items. We just want to keep things really simple for the parents that way around. But absolutely, we, we have a list up. And when we start our session, we'll share that on our screen 15 minutes before we start the session. So children can get all the items they need, get it all ready. And then we spend like 10, 15 minutes talking through the topic and we keep it as interactive as possible. We love questions. That's what we're all about. Children ask questions. They, they give us some statements as well. They'll give us some facts that they've learned along the way. And we also will ask questions about what they think we want opinions and once we've had a little chat about the topic we'll then go on go on to do an experiment which really is relevant to that topic and really helps to explain and under the children really understand the topic once they've done the experiment and of course it's a lot of fun the experiment part it is messy we do warn parents sometimes the experiments are messy you always <laughs> keep an oven tray ready just in case and big towels in case but yeah all good fun yeah, huge amounts of fun. I remember, well, that, that's the thing you remember at school as well, is you remember all the, the fun, like, science experiments that you did. You remember people coming in to do, uh, I remember at school, a, a science um, person came in at the front of the hall to do, like, a, a crazy science experiments kind of thing to um, make us, you know, interested in science. And I think that's the thing for kids is that, a lot of them, um, when they do kind of remember something, are my um, for my classes, my musical theatre classes. One of my uh, seven-year-olds had just learned a bit about the periodic table, and yeah, he came wow. in and he and he was like, "Oh, Tessa, this um, symbol means this, and this means this." Yeah. And I think that's the thing with science is, is that especially for children, when they learn something, they want to go and tell everyone that I know something, yeah. you know, really amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You're absolutely right there, Tessa. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to transform, you know, what are textbook lessons, what you would read about, you know, in big textbooks. We're trying to transform that into like fun, powerful, memorable experiences for the children. And as you said, if they really have a good time with it, they will absolutely remember it. And it's just natural. And they, they want to spread the word, as you said, you know, just tell more people about it. And yeah, it's really working. They absolutely love it. And you can see them learning as, as they go along. They do recall things we've talked about in previous sessions. And that's really great to see, really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So with um, 
that do you kind of after well as we kind of ease through lockdown is that a type of kind of sector that you want to get into to go into schools and do more of the kind of classes and an extra curricular kind of activities yeah so we are already working with schools quite a lot we, we're really trying to help schools with fundraising programs where we come in and we we help with raising funds run out a, a session all our sessions are actually online on zoom and they're very interactive on zoom um at some point we're not ready yet but we will be going out for live sessions to schools too but at the moment yeah we are absolutely supporting schools around the uk with lots of fundraisers and some some schools have just come to us and gone can you just run this session for us because you know it's been a hard time with lockdown and with the pandemic and yeah absolutely we've done that too you know where we've just supported schools and run a session for them for free and yeah they love it they love it the, the children absolutely love it and yeah we've got a good number of joiners uh, in our weekly classes where we spend you know a lot of time just building on the foundation and, and building on the knowledge and really crystallizing that understanding of science as we move through and we keep it broad interesting and fun that's the main thing and they love it yeah they do, have you had any children who you've seen kind of like budding scientists and you think they might actually go on to this as a, as a career Oh yeah, absolutely. You can see the ones that are have a real great interest and you can see they're they're there, you know, that's their passion. Um, but you know, we've sat we've seen a range of kids. So you get children that are very confident and will, you know, tell you quite a lot about the science and raise their hand confidently every time we ask a question. But what we also have noticed is that the quieter children, as they're watching all this interaction, they are coming out of their shell. And every week you can see confidence building in some of our quieter children. And that is really lovely to see. And it's like a big family in our classes. You know, we, we all, we're all over the UK. We don't really know each other face to face. We've never met each other, but it is a big family and we get together and we, we do have fun. And we're learning off each other which is really great yeah so what what are your plans for the next year are you so you say you're, you might transition to kind of face-to-face -face classes later but but what are your plans for the kind of the next year so yeah so we we're all organized with our next six weeks we've got the next half of the summer term going and we started talking about forces in our summer term and then we moved on to heat and we're, we're carrying on with the heat team and then we're moving on to states of matter and pressure and things like that so we've got a really good organized uh, set of sessions which takes us to the end of the summer term and then we've got some planned over the summer holidays so we're doing much more fun topics really fun experiments over the summer holidays as daily classes actually over a week and um, then from there we're just going to really bring in home in our content and take some of our favorite classes and and just go with them again over over september to july so we've got a, a whole year's worth of curriculum there to really support children it's really for seven to twelve year olds that's what i would say um ks2 and starting key stage three they love it really and uh, they're going to gain the most from our sessions and yeah that's where we're at i uh, we are trying to build content for the older children as well so moving on along from ks3 to ks4 but we're working on that at the moment so there's nothing really in there that I can say we've got classes for sure in that, but it's coming. 
Yeah, yeah, I guess the thing with online classes is that parents kind of, you know, for the younger ones, yes, I can sometimes see that the classes might need to be a little bit shorter because they lose concentration and so on. But um, but I, I really feel for the older ones, especially, it's it's just a nice kind of extra community for them to to be in. Like I know with some of my children, when I did the my jazz hands children, when I did the online classes, it's another adult to talk to and to kind of learn from that rather than, you know, just being with your parents or whoever, you know, they were during lockdown and, and so on. So, um, so yeah, what, what are you finding with the online classes at the moment? Are you finding that people are still kind of signing up to them as much as they were? Yeah, so interestingly, I mean, this was really popular over lockdown, but we're finding that even though we're coming out of lockdown, we are seeing an interest in these classes and we're seeing quite a high interest I think what it is is that people have got used to working in this way and and you know it's nice to be at home and not have to travel out for a class in sometimes and just have the items all ready uh, the children have got used to it the children know how to use zoom really well now and uh, they're quite happy with it so it's 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 nice to get out now that lockdown's kind of easing you know just to do some of the other classes outside things like sport and you know maybe perhaps some music but for science uh, what we're finding is that they absolutely love the way we've set this up and it's working really well so yeah it's it's as busy as it's been in lockdown yeah um, that's yeah. the thing as well as that with you know classes and, and businesses such as yourselves they aren't all over the UK so if a child in I don't know Birmingham wanted to come they might if it was just face to face they mm. might not necessarily be able to to come to you know see yeah. or be at your classes so really yeah. for this type of subject for, for science it really can be learned from anywhere Exactly, exactly. So yes, we have people from all over the UK. We've got Edinburgh, we've got Birmingham, you know, we've got um, the Midlands, we've got down right down to Worthing, you know, Kent, we've got people <laughs> from Cardiff. Yes, they're all over. In fact, we even had some people join from Singapore and East Africa as well. Oh, wow. So we, have, we do have some regular joiners from there as well. Um, but yeah, we, our focus is really in the UK. We, we are trying to support the curriculum here in the UK. And um, as much as we can, we, we, we are out there helping locally with schools as well. But because it's online, we've helped schools all over the country too. Yeah, so are you still, is this kind of your side job or your, your kind of second job science with? And do you still do all your work, um, your research as well? Yeah, so over lockdown, I've had a break with my research, but yes, it, it's something that will start up again. It's going to kick off again. But this is my new little hobby, my project. I love it. It keeps me really passionate about science and about teaching children, uh, I, which is really what I want to do. And yeah, it's it's a priority for me. So it's, it, I would say this is my main thing and the work, the research has now become my side thing. <laughs> Yay. Oh, that's fantastic. So, so um, Radha, if uh, parents and carers are listening and, and wanting to kind of get in touch with you and, and learn more about your online classes, but also, you know, plans for the future as well, well, how can they get in touch with you? Have you got a website, a social media yeah. pages? 
Yeah, absolutely. So I've got a website, sciencewiz.co.uk. It's one Z on the whiz, right? Sciencewiz.co.uk. And there's a load of information there. There's lots of free videos as well. We've been helping out with understanding what's happening in the pandemic with the virus and the vaccine. Really great clips, five minute videos that you can absolutely watch just to get an idea of how we relate to children, how we break things down and simplify things so that children can understand, you know, even the most complicated science. So do have a look at that. We do have a Facebook page as well. So it is sciencewiz.co.uk. Again, we have an Instagram page. It's all linked to our website. So do have a look. You can get in touch with us from there. We have a contact page with an email address and a phone number. Absolutely. And, you know, if you have any questions, just reach out to me. I'm really happy to answer anything. You know, if things don't make sense or if you want to know more, absolutely do come up and reach out. Yeah, that, that's fantastic. I'm definitely going to have a look at the online um, on the on the website and your online um, things, because that sounds fantastic. That That's just all available for, for parents to, to see all at any time really yeah um yeah. so so lastly Radha, we're, um i'm going to end with a question and i'm going to ask what's the best thing about being a kids activity provider well i just think kids are amazing and asking such great questions you know you get some questions which really throw you and and really make you think and for me that's really great because i'm always trying to figure out what the answers are and trying to make sure that I'm getting the accurate science to the children. But the other thing I love seeing is this development and growth with kids and just growth in terms of knowledge and understanding of science, but also in terms of confidence. We're really seeing children come out of their shell, being a lot more confident, you know, not being afraid to ask questions and, and not being afraid of science. You know, maths and English, they're great. Yeah, that's what's happening in schools and that's what schools are really being tested for. So those are really priority in school, but it's nice to see science coming through and it's what children really enjoy. So that's what it's about. And it's just great to see these kids develop in this way. Yeah, definitely. It's such a broad topic. You could just go on for ages and ages and learn. There's so much you can learn. The kids, uh, I'm I'm jealous. Like, I want to just learn science again. It was it was so such an interesting topic at school that I when I went on to do dancing, singing, and stuff, I I did miss all these kind of other topics that you just learn so much in. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, thank you so much, Radha. Thank you so much um, for for being here. And it's so interesting to hear about your story. And I never knew you like used to live in Kenya and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, Tessa. It's been really great. I mean, thanks for having me on, and and just um, it's been great to tell you more about what I'm about and what Science Wiz is about. It's been great. Thanks, Tessa. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye. This episode is sponsored by Keris Keneally, who helps children's activity and service providers to approach schools and nurseries without cold calling so they can grow their business with confidence and have a bigger impact on children's lives. You can get in touch with Keris via her website, www.keriskeneally.com.